Welcome, podcast listeners, to Roll Radio, where each week we listen in as aspiring adventurers play the world's greatest role-playing game, Dungeons and Dragons. Join us as we travel to far-off Faerun, where we discover the Sword Coast in turmoil and in desperate need of heroes. Last time on Roll Radio, during a long rest, Cullen examined the mysterious weapon from Firehammer Hold and found it to be a vicious battle axe. And it was effing sharp. Now, feeling like a million dollars, the party was ready to continue exploring the dungeon. Next on their adventuring agenda, follow the stinky poopy smell. Along the way, they found more doors and another one of those damn wells. But, much to Esmir's disbelief, nothing giant flew out. Further on, they found the source of the heinous smell, and it was worse than they could have ever imagined. The dungeon toilet. Inside, amongst the floating baby roosts, a body! The body of an elf! and tortured to death, no less. Onward, Jake called upon his deity to aid him in his quest to open a door. Well, inside was a trap door that led to the surface. An impetuous Cullen used his great athletics to open the trap door ever so slightly and alerts two angry orgs. Hairs were split and elves were spritzed Esteemed colleagues were consulted. Maroons, imbeciles, and ninkow poops were mocked. The orgs spend their last moments being humiliated. In the end, our merciful heroes did them a solid and ended their shame, tying the room together with their bloody remains. But what else lies in wait in the ruins above? Do poopy vapors stick on your tongue? What is a Lollapalooza, and why is it so expensive? Would it be too soon to name Esme's Maneuver the Hindenburg? Well, who knows? Let's find out in this episode of Scourge of the Sword Coast. Fresh blood pools on the stone floor of this room from two dead orogs that you guys killed just moments ago. They came from the trapdoor in the ceiling above when Cullen accidentally alerted them while trying to take a peek through that trapdoor. So there's the trapdoor 20 feet above and there's the door to the south that leads back out to the dungeon. What do you guys want to do? We want to leave the you. Stinky guts everywhere. Elric. Yes. What would you like to do? I want to... I, what I would really like to do is try to find our way upstairs and take on those orcs that are upstairs in that, in that uh, ogre. But we're still downstairs, so let's go back to that big room yeah. where we fought the white and uh, where we're next to and then continue down that hallway. Esmir! Yes, my dear. What do you think we should do, Esmir? Go up? Do you want me to take a sneaky peek? Sure, go sure. for it. Cullen, do you remember seeing anything when you were up there? No, I I, I thought if I got down really quick, you know, it'd be okay. better. Then if they opened the trap door, I was afraid they'd see my head and try and cut it in half. Okay. So I can go up there and just do a little peeky eyeball thing. Good idea. Little sneaky peeky eyeball thing. I concur. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go up there and I'm gonna open the door just enough for my tiny little gnomish eyeball to peek through. Okay, so you climb up the ladder and push up on the trap door. Peeking in, you see that you are in a cylindrical stone tower. Inside, a central stone column rises up about 30 feet and supports a wooden floor mounted on massive oaken beams. And leading up to that floor 
is a circular wooden staircase that curves around, right, following the contours of the tower. You also see um, two chairs and a barrel and a set of closed double doors that you assume lead outside. So you know that you are uh, in that last remaining tower uh, that you saw of these Harpshield Castle ruins. Right now, what was that guy doing in there? Those two guys? I don't know. I don't want to know what they were doing in there. Well, maybe they were just guarding the tower. Like well, we can't. Even, we don't even know this yet. So, are so you telling us this? I come back this? down, and I tell them what I just saw, and I don't see anybody in there. There's the doors, and then there's a little stairway going up. And let's go. Okay. I, I, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going with Elric's uh, feeling that we should finish exploring this dungeon. We might find it another way up. Um, so yeah, because there's unexplored areas down here where we are, right? Then let's explore. Let's get in there. And we can always use this yeah, as a. I, as I think that's a good idea too. Like a way to get out. Really clear. Quick. Yeah, and we know we can get up there this way if we want to. I wonder I if think it that's worth a sound like, plan. Let's drag the bodies at least over to the. Uh, you can clean up all the bodies you want. This is D and D. I don't need to be cleaning up bodies. I'm on. I want to get going. We don't have to do it in real time. I'm just going to say to the DM is okay if we drag these bodies to. Somebody the... needs to learn prestidigitation in a quick way. What do you call? It was like a mitten, uh, outhouse, garbage pit. What? Drag the bodies to there. Yeah, where we found the elf body. I'm peeking around the corner, <laughs> obviously. I, I think we leave them the there. We guard, just... Jake. Uh, <laughs> we move these bodies. Okay, so you... Uh, <laughs> I'm not moving no bodies. So Cullen's <laughs> dragging a body. What's uh, Elric, are you dragging a body? <laughs> I don't think we really have to. I don't think it matters. <laughs> okay. Where are you going to put it? It's not like there's a closet. We've left no, plenty a... of bodies laying around down here anyway. It's going to put them in the stinky poo-poo broom. Yes, exactly. But okay, okay. I concede to the group wisdom. We'll just pile them in the corner and hope no one finds them. Let's move. All right, where do you guys want to go? To this go uh, the hallway? Yeah. Okay. Back so. to the big room down the hallway. Well, did we want to take a it's short rest? What kind of condition are we in? I have one second level spell and three first level spells. That's all I've got. But yeah. when it comes to health, what's your health look like? Yeah. I think I'm full. Now you have a I, you have a wound know. of twelve, and so does Elric. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's not good. Short rest, burn a hit die. I'm game. Let's okay. let's do that. Where do you want to take a short rest? Let's just do it in this room. That way, if anybody comes in, we can react. Okay. I don't need to use a hit die, so I'm just going to wait. I'll put AC and Wheezy by the door. I'm going to roll a hit die. I'm rolling two, so I'm almost full. I only have three. All right. Oh, nice. All right, cool. Your oh. hit die, you roll a, a D10? What was that? Yeah, that was a D10. We must move out of the room. Yeah, fighters roll D10s. Wow. All right, so nice. Elric, you gained 13 hit points, and Jake, you gained nine. That's pretty good. All right. So Ray Ray. if All we're right. done resting, we could go down the hallway, I suppose. Let's ease on down. Ease on ease down. Ease on down the hallway. <laughs> I'm going to uh, cup the uh, glowing dice in my hand in such a way as to only allow one feeble shaft of light forward just enough so I don't run into anything so that I don't alert any potential lurkers in the darkness. Alrighty. So you guys took your short rest and you head to the western hallway there uh, on the other side of the barracks room. And Esmir, you peek around the corner and you see a dark stone hallway that leads south. Guess what, guys? I see a dark stone hallway. 
Okay. <laughs> what do you see? What anything else you can just I see, empty hallway? I see dark and I see stone and I see hallways. I'm hmm. there with you. Hmm. I don't see anything. I can stealthily go down there and peek around the corner. Sounds like a good idea. <laughs> okay. Quickly behind you should you run into trouble. And then I'm going to bring Wheezy with me to do a little sniff sniff. Wheezy, sniff sniff. Okay. So you start to make your way down. And when you get about 50 feet down, you see that the hallway splits. One section heads uh, back east and the other continues south to a staircase that heads down. But just to your right on the western wall are two identical 10 by 10 cells. Wooden bars make up these cells and each one contains filthy piles of straw and a wooden bucket while chains and padlocks hang loose from the bars. The cells are open and you see in the northern cell Laying on the floor is a pale corpse. Jeez. Wow. Okay. I'm going to, um, before I go back to them, I'm going to go to this corner and peek around this corner. So at least I have some, a little bit more information before we all come traipsing down this hallway. Okay. You look down this hallway and see it leads into a larger room. And all the way down against the eastern wall, you make out what looks like a throne. And from what you can tell from back here, you uh, see that this makeshift throne is made from stone, bones, skulls, and what you think are severed heads. Hmm. Okay. It's the so, white throne. I'm gonna go back up here. And I'm gonna tell the guys that I see at the end of this hall, there's two stalls. There's a dead body in one and a stairwell that goes down. And then across down from those cells, there's a little lazy boy made out of creepy shit. Oh, I don't see any people or monsters. Nice. Can we go? Yeah, so I tell the guys to come on down, and I look down the stairwell, too. You look down the stairs and see that it only goes down about 10 feet. Uh, It's a short little staircase, but it leads into a large room that contains stacks of wooden crates and boxes. It seems to be some sort of storage room. Okay. That's fun. Let's investigate these bodies, too. Yeah, I want to check out this corpse. Okay, Cullen, you enter the cell with the corpse. And Elric, uh, I see that you're going in as well? Yes. Okay, so you guys see that this is a human male, and you can tell that this man has not been a corpse for very long. Uh Uh-oh. His clothes are dirty and stained, and he has a serene expression on his face, which you find odd as you notice the bruises on his neck, signifying that he was probably strangled to death. And around his neck, you immediately notice a gold and silver necklace holding an amulet of sorts. You might want to just grab it. All right, I'll take it off of him. You reach down and pull off the necklace. And as you do, the corpse's eyelids flash open, of course. revealing bloodshot eyes that fix upon you. Suddenly, its hands are wrapped around your neck, squeezing and choking ah. you. Roll initiative. See, I knew it was a fucking zombie. Uh, it's okay. 18, 19. 19 for me and 21 for the raven. Ah, six. Someone should have looked closer. (laughs) You'll be fine. Okay, so Ray Ray goes first. Um, Now he cannot fit on the other side of him, can he? No. 
So it's really nothing because all I really all I, all I was planning on doing with him was just moving him to the other side so he can give me advantage. Uh, yeah, he so, can't, can't give you advantage there because there's bars. He's on the other side of the bars of the cell. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And so it is now your turn. All right. Uh, I'm just going to try to stab him with my glaive. Okay. Okay. So glaive. Hit. 16. Hit. Damage. 10 points of damage. Nice. Now the bonus action. 21. Hit. Damage for the bonus. Seven points. Put him in the heavy. Took him down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, Jake. You're standing uh, in the hallway there when suddenly you see Cullen and Elric struggling with something in the cell, and you hear the familiar moans of the undead. Okay. And I look over and I see a zombie, and I say, "Ha!" Ah! I've dealt with your kind before. <laughs> Help! He's got me by the throat! Dead scumby! And I cast Sacred Flame at him. And he fails. Aha! And That's he why we carry a cleric. Takes three points of flame damage. Okay. The zombie's flesh burns from the radiant light, but its hands continue to hold on to Cullen's throat, and it tries to take a bite out of Cullen's pretty face, and he misses. Ah. Cullen moves his head to the side just in time. Cullen, it's your turn. What do you do? I pull my swords out, and I try to skewer him. I'll do it. I'll do it uh, Walking Dead style, so I take the hatchet and bury it in his skull. Squish. A Rick move. Take a bite at him, too, if you want to be, like, crazy Rick. Nice. 21 hits. Roll damage. Excuse dying. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you bury your battle axe in its skull, and it goes limp, and its hands release their grip on your throat, and it lays there motionless. Esmir, you see Cullen stand up and pull his battle axe from the zombie's skull, when you see it starting to twitch back to life. What do you do? That's right, they come back, they come back. Oh yeah, yeah, zombies. Let me give him a little zip. 19. 19 hits. You toss a firebolt in, right in between the bars and it nails the zombie and it stops moving as smoke wisps off its burned corpse. Now he's mostly dead? Is he all the way dead? Uh, he is all the way dead. Yeah. Um. And now you can at least grab that locket yes. off of his neck. That chain. I. Uh, can I examine it? I carefully remove the chain. Let me see that. On this amulet is a brass and silver symbol of a sun, and you recognize this as the symbol of the deity Amanatur. It is the same sun symbol that was on the outside of the Morning Glow Tower in Daggerford where you went um, when you were looking for Alvin Gisson. Interesting. Alvin Gisson. Could this be Alvin Gisson? He did go missing. It could be Alvin Gisson, and he probably had the bloke. Yeah, stole well, it for his, for his damn girlfriend. that woman convinced him to steal it somehow. Right. With her boobies. <laughs> so I'm sorry, oh, really? steal it for me, please. I wonder okay. if she's working with the Duke's sister. But we can, we can, you know. I don't think it's Alvin Gisson. I think it, that just happens to be the religion of the church he was working for. Let's let's investigate the, the zombie corpse further and see so, if there's anything else identifying on it. Does he have a, like a driver's license in his wallet or something? <laughs> can we check him out? Oh, look, it says a, right here. Crumpled map in his pocket. Something more to go on. Yeah, but that's he a good idea. The corpse. Does he have any plaster stains on his pants? Mm. All things you could look for if somebody would roll a perception check. I'm going to come over here by the body. I'm going to finally stop hanging out by that wall and come over here and roll perception. <laughs> he was, he was, you were napping against the wall. Ooh, I rolled a 19. 
Okay, you roll a 19 and you don't find anything else on his body that would give anything away, um, seeing as half his head has been sliced off and he's now just a crispy zombie. Okay, but there's nothing on his clothes that would indicate that he's some kind of carpenter or anything like that? Nope. Okay. It's probably what Elric was saying. It's just random happenstance, but it must mean something otherwise, unless it's a red herring. Can I give it to Esmeralda? She's got some kind of spell magic detection, right? Mm-hmm. A ritual, yep. Esmeralda, would you investigate this chain sure. if it has a magical property? Do you, should give I use my arcana or should I use detect magic? Um, It's up to you. Uh, Detect magic would tell you for sure if it radiates, if it's radiating magic. So, but you'd have to spend 10 minutes to do the ritual. We got 10 minutes. Okay. Okay. So you do the ritual and you do not uh, uh, sense any magic emanating from Mm. this amulet. Okay. And no offense, Jake, but I'm now putting that priest on my suspect list because first of all most priests go there first before they get released but now I'm putting him on my suspect list which priest? the church guy oh I don't know where he is I haven't seen him in days well he was the guy who kept saying oh yeah where is he? he hasn't shown up for work Luke Sunbright yeah and I think that it is Alvin Gisson. I think it's Alvin okay. Gisson too. I have I've thought that from the beginning. Why else would he have this yeah, symbol? But I'm pretty sure okay. he didn't kill himself and make himself a zombie. Well, he said that he had like. I'm no detective. On... <laughs> I think he was tied to that pole in the other room and tortured. There, I'm the, going the to the room we were just in with the pole with the rope. Right. I think he was tied to that thing and beaten. Right. And, and and killed right. in there. But, I know where, you know what? I bet you a million dollars he was on his way to some place that would, you know, that goes past here. It's on the, this place is on the way to somewhere that he was going and they ambushed him. He was taking the bloke someplace. Regardless. Who wants to hold on to the symbol? I'll hold on to it. I'd like to investigate this storage cellar a little bit to see if there's anything of value. Okay. The storage cellar. Here goes the loot uh-huh. hunter. Don't go triggering any alarms and bringing up any orugs. <laughs> okay, so Cullen, you make your way to the bottom of this short staircase and you shine the glowing die around and take a look. And you see that this looks like a storage room. There are wooden crates uh, and boxes stacked in various piles around the room. You also see on the eastern side another short staircase that leads up, uh, like back up, out of this room. Yeah. Um, so, there's nothing like, are there any symbols or brands on the crates indicating where any of this loot? What I'm looking for is... In the other room, we found stuff that had the symbol of fire hammer hold, and I'm just curious to see if any of this loot or storage or whatever you want to call it came from there. So you step up to a stack of these crates to get a closer look. Mm. You shine the dice up close, looking for clues, when you begin to hear movement Ah, from behind these crates Ah. and from all (laughs) around this room. Roll initiative. Oh, man. Never go into a room. That's the secret. Thirteen. Eight. Damn, my dice are cold. I got a fifteen. Esmere's on fire. Mm. Oh, I got, She's I got always doing good with the... Yours is pretty good. And the raven... Got a five. Okay, so you guys watch as Cullen goes down the stairs, and he's like, there's crates down here. I'm going to check them out. And he goes into the room and he starts looking at the crates and all of a sudden you start to hear. (laughs) Esmir, you're first. Um, I'm gonna tell Wheezy to go go down the hall a little bit and just 
keep his sniffers sniffing. Okay. Okay. Yep. And then do I see the source of the movement? Nope. I am going to... Let me go over here. And I'm going to wait. Um, yeah. For now. The cautious approach, I see. Colin, you spin around and light up the room with the die, and you see five zombies shambling towards you. Oh, shit. Before you know it, three of them are right next to you, their rotting hands outstretched, grasping for your tasty flesh. The first one rolls a two, and you manage to avoid its grasp. The second one rolls a 22. It grabs you and tears at your flesh doing five points of damage. The third one rolls a 19. It bites your arm as you try to block it for three (laughs) points of damage. Jake, you hear the commotion and the undead rasps. You look down the stairs and see Cullen being assailed by zombies. What do you do? Oh boy, this is pretty brutal. I am going to first bless my crew. Well, first I'm going to go 5, 10, 15, 20 here to the top of the stairs, or kind of halfway down the stairs. Okay. Okay, so as I was moving by, I took out my bottle of Agma water and blessed everybody. Agma for you, Agma for you, (laughs) Agma for you, a little for me, and then, and then Agma Agua. (laughs) <laughs> nice. I love it. And then I'm going to come down and I'm going to look at um, zombie number two. And I'm going to say, you need guidance from the word of Agma. And I'm going to drop my spiritual book in his face. And I got an automatic miss. Mm. Yay. <laughs> I think it bounced off the ceiling and a bunch of dust comes down. Elric, you see what? Jake run downstairs splashing Agma Agua all over everyone and call forth his book and you know Cullen's in trouble down there. Alright, I'm going to step forward one square and I'm going to target zombie number one, 15 feet away from me and I'm going to shoot a flame bolt at him. A fire bolt at him. Zipsy's out. Zippity zap with my fireball. 25. Wow. Why? That's hit. So let me, uh. You didn't even need Agma's four. Get the blood drop on him. Nice. Eight points Eight of damage. Points. Gonna get stinky down here, kids. Gonna get real stinky. Okay. Colin. You are getting surrounded by hungry zombies. When a firebolt flies past you and hits one of the zombies in front of you, what are you going to do? So I'm going to use my action to disengage. It'll be it'll be one on. Well, no, I'm going to go up here next to Elric. I just realized because if this guy gets on this crate, I'd still get two attacks against me. So I'm going to remove myself from this shitty situation. All right, Cullen sees that he's in a vulnerable spot and decides to head back to the bottom of the staircase. Now the familiars get to act. Okay. I'm gonna have a silliest fly over here. Okay. Don't make too much noise, AC. Okay, is Ray Ray gonna do anything? He's going to fly to the other side of... He's going to fly here to, to get on the other side of zombie number one. Okay. All right, Esmir, you send forth your bird, and now it is your turn. Okay. Now, from where I'm at, can I hit zombie number one? No. But if I go here, I can. Yes. Okie zombie number one. We'll, we'll just do you guys in order. Is that okay? We'll just do one, <laughs> two, three. Yeah, yeah, we'll just do you guys in order. That way you guys won't get jealous. I'm going to shoot my... Yeah, I'm going to shoot a fire bolt at him. Oh. Hits. Hits. Thanks, Agma. Oh, yeah. 
Definitely. Agma is working today. He cares. Summon number one. Five points of damage. Every right. damage. Okay. What else? Anything you can do something else? I am going to No, I'm gonna think a little bit about what I wanna do. Alright. So Cullen moves back, but Zombie One follows and attacks. Do I get an attack because he moved within ten feet of me? Mm-mm. Yeah, he did. Good job, kid. A what do you call opportunity attack? Yep. So I'm gonna take a shot, a swing at this guy, and it's just a regular glaive. It's not the glaive plus the butt. Correct. Okay, regular glaive. Uh, zombie number one. He's still targeted, uh, and I swing at him. Hit. Hit. Fourteen. Yeah. Him. Kill him. Oh. Uh, ooh, but that's not the first time he's going to die. No. <laughs> it's okay. Number one's going to go down. Then he's going to get up. Then he's going to go back down. That's okay. <laughs> I just wanted to, I didn't want to, I didn't want to miss that. There's like jack in the boxes. Okay, nice. Cullen disengages and retreats back towards the party, but a zombie is right on his heels, and Elric reacts, swinging its glaive and cuts it down before it can get to his friend. Okay, zombie two also follows, but this one goes for Jake. And misses. Man, my dice are cold. Zombies I'm okay with cold. that. Zombie three yeah. also goes for uh, the new meat and tries to bite Jake. And misses with an eight. Uh, we suck. (laughs) (laughs) Agma hates you. Agma doesn't like you. The other two zombies just came up and crowd around and try to get a taste of the fresh meat. And Jake, it is your turn. Okay, so, um, but zombie one is dead, right? He's on the ground. He's fallen to the ground. Oh, he's going to get back up. So I almost think that I should disengage. Now, if I do disengage, um, do I still get to use my bonus um, action? Yes. Okay. Why it's called a bonus. So I'm going to disengage, and I'm going to go one, two, three. I'm going to move back next to Esmer. So I'm going to cast the book and tell him again, you really need to learn, zombie. (laughs) And a natural 20. Oh, man. Critical. Critical hit. The binding got him. Yep. Did it. 10 points. Nice. All right. So we are at Jake, who disengaged and ran up the steps. Excuse me, pardon me, went right through Colin and Elric there. <laughs> Is it nap time yet? <laughs> Is the tapioca being served? <laughs> Where's the bridge game? <laughs> so Elric, you see uh, your tutor go past you and go, you got this. And then uh, it's your turn. Okay. Well, zombie number one is temporarily down. I can reach zombie number two with my glaive. You can. Well, I'm going to go after zombie number two. Two. We'll do them in order. I'm not burning action, sir, so I'll get two attacks and one bonus. All right. Okay, glaive attack. First attack. 24 hit. Man, you're rolling high. I don't think I've rolled (laughs) higher than a five. That's okay. Don't worry about it. What's in the heavy? Seven points. Okay, uh, second attack. Hit again Hit. with an 18. Damage. That blast uh, really. You smash that zombie and pieces of flesh just fall off as he slams on the bottom of the stairs there and stops moving. Oh. He is down. Boy. He's down, so my bonus action. Can I go after zombie three bonus action? Yep. Okay, let me unclick him, let me click him. Bonus action. Hit. Damage. That blast was full on four. Four points of damage. Nice. <laughs> I'm just swinging my glaive around. Me and Jake are back there like, hmm, we're looking at each other like, 
Yeah, we did good. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever taught him polearm mastery did a good job. I don't think that was one of you. Oh. Oh. We'll talk about that later. All right, Cullen, you, uh, you're watching Elric next to you. Just You have to almost duck because this pole arm is just swinging wildly around at the, right next to you, and you are up. I don't even move because he's a master. Ah. He will never <laughs> hit me. Unless he gets a one, in which case he could hit me. I am going to do something I don't think we've ever done. I'm going to take the dodge action. Hmm. Nice. Which basically means anybody trying to attack me has to roll at disadvantage. All right. That is my action. Okay. I'm ready for dodging. All right. <laughs> yeah. You're a dodgy bastard. Asilius and Ray Ray. Okay. I'm going to have Asilius fly over here. Okay. And Ray Ray? Um, he's going to fly here. Nevermore. Duke of Madness Motors. When do we close? Nevermore, nevermore. All right, Esmir. Jake just ran back up the steps next to you there. And at the bottom of the steps are the boys holding off the clamoring zombies. What do you do? I'm going to use my... I'm going to go... And I'm going to tell AC to shocking grasp number three. Okay. So I'm going to say number three, you're up. Hit. Six, 13. What? Eight points of damage. Nice. Maximum damage. Nice. All right. The zombies continue to press forward. Cullen, right at your feet, zombie one just stands back up. His desire for flesh unabated. And it lunges for you, but with disadvantage, because yep. he's dodging. Because he's dodging. He rolls a 10 and a natural 20. Oh, but he has to take the 10 and misses. Yes! Yes! Dodge works! <laughs> okay, zombie 2 also rises back to his feet and lunges for Elric. I need brains. And misses with a 12. These guys are worthless. <laughs> they are zombies. Well, they aren't themselves anymore. Zombie three is going to go, ooh, that owl looks tasty. And he's oh, going to try to take Asilius down. <laughs> and he misses with a 10. Yeah, and he's going to suffer for it, too. No, I needed an 11. You come at me, but don't kill my owl. Zombie four is going to go, well, I could eat a bird. <laughs> better miss. And he is going to go after Ray Ray. Oh, okay. And he hits with a 13. Uh, he's done. He's, he's done. toast. No, he's instant death. The yeah. zombie reaches up, grabs Ray Ray, and shoves him in his mouth. Doesn't he go poof and disappear? I say he goes poof and disappears. And then the zombie looks very disappointed. <laughs> Put much meat on these bones. All right, zombie five is like, yes, I could go for bird. And he goes after Asilius. Don't you And misses even. with an eight. Yeah, because they, they know. All right, Jake. You see in the back the familiars are being attacked. But more importantly, you watch as these two zombies that were down get right back up. And they continue to press up the stairs. They won't stop. They need fresh flesh. What do you do? Okay, so... Um, let's see. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25... So can zombie number four, he could certainly hear me. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to hold up my shield. I'm going to hold up my shield and I'm going to show them the unfurled scroll on my shield. And I'm going to uh, say a prayer to Agma, censoring the undead. And then they all fall Each one, and die. Every one of them can hear me within 30 30 feet foot range. So they all 
They have to all make saving throws, correct? A, wis- a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Zombies, notoriously not wise. Okay, so I'm going, first I'm gonna do zombie two. Okay. okay. He fails. He fails. Then I'm going to turn zombie one. He fails. He fails. Uh, and I'm going to try to turn zombie three. <laughs> Who fails? Ah, uh, the scroll glows. Zombie five. Ah, uh, oh, yes. It shines and then up zombie up. four. Who fails? Uh, yes. So it turns all of them. So what are they doing? So what happens is, is their next turn, they can't do anything other than try to get away. Like turned what? around. Turn, like, so, yeah, turning so, over a new leaf, like they're like, oh, oh hey, sorry like, about that brain fitness. Like, like no, they were at the road, and the bouncer head. said, "You can't come in, man." They got oh, turned okay. away. They got oh, censored. Got it, got it. Yeah, so it's turned for one minute or until it takes any damage. Ooh. But at least it gives us a, sh- a free shot because right. what it, what it means it must spend its turn trying to move as far away from you as it can. And it cannot willingly move to a space within 30 feet of you. So, um, what is this prayer that you muttered and made (laughs) your shield glow and turned all these zombies? Agma's good. Agma's great. Thanks for (laughs) being so... Okay, Jake. Get lost, my brains, you will not see. That's the one you say before you eat. (laughs) Agma's good. Agma's great. great. Now get the fuck out of here. Now all you zombies disappear. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I like I have to write that one down. So Elric. You are. You see Jake hold up his shield over his head, and say a prayer to Agba, and you watch as all the zombies are like, and they start to turn and move away from you. But it's your turn. All right. Well, I'm gonna target zombie two, and I'm just gonna swing at him with my glaive. Hit. Twenty-eight. The damage. Hmm. Hold him. Kill them. Okay, now Seven the bonus points. So the bonus action is going to go after zombie one then. Boom. Yes. Denage. Killed him. You Kill took them. them both out. Switch coins and killed them. Nice. <laughs> All right. So that's my action. That's my that's my turn. That's what I do. Okay, Cullen. You watch these zombies start to turn, and Elric just takes out the two of them right in front of you. I uh, move forward ten, five feet, and I'm going to use my action surge and try and take this guy down. The sword first. Uh-huh. Oh, hit. Hit with an 11, yep. They're not very uh, maneuverable. Full damage, seven. Second hand will bring down the vicious battle axe. Hit the 22. Dying. Killed him with six points. You slice a piece of his flesh off, his rotting flesh off, and he slumps to the ground. Well, I was going to use my action surge, but I'm going to not use it now because chances are he's going to stand up on his turn anyway. So I'm going to just step back Okay. next to Elric. All right, Asilius. I'm going to have Asilius fly over here and tell me if he and see if there's anybody, any other zombies around or if there's anything up here. Okay. And it is now your turn, Esmir. Um, I'm going to shoot a firebolt at zombie number five. And hit 25. I think that's enough. Yeah. Nice. Kill him! Kill him! Again! Kill him again! Oh, point of damage. Oh, shit. You singe some of his rotting flesh. That's all right. I want to kill him slow because he tried to eat my bird. Is he still turning? 
Nope. No, he's not turned anymore. Oh, shit. Eh, don't worry about it. He'll be dead. The soon. other two are. Zombie three starts to stir and starts to slowly crawl up the stairs in a horror movie type fashion. Shit. And he is going to attack Cullen and grab at his ankles. And he rolls a two. God, these guys suck. <laughs> I weep not stupid. for him. Zombie four is like, flee. <laughs> and he disappears up the stairs. What? The zombie, that was pretty fast moving for a zombie. Well, he can dash. They are fleeing. Zombie five, though, is like, okay, I'm back in the game. And I'm going to go for Elric, and damn it, let's hit something. Zombies, get it together. Damn it. Miss. Missed with an eight. <laughs> Zombies can't hit shit. All right, Jake. Right. You just watched two of your unturned zombies return. Yes, and I am going to look at uh, zombie number five and say, you take some sacred flame. Oh, and he succeeds his save. Yeah, he's shambling. He is shambling. How could you be so dexterous? <laughs> You're so much you're so much more capable than your friends. But look out behind you, there's a book coming at your face. And that hits. Thank you. So then I'm just gonna take this blood drop from here and drop it on him and four six points of damage. Uh, We're gonna kill you slow, you bastard. That's the only way you can kill him. Right. Elric. You are up. The zombie's right. back on you. Kill both of them. Well, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to target zombie five, and I'm going to swing my glaive at him. Poke him. Hit. Hit him <laughs> Heavy. Ooh. All right. So let me uh, do the bonus butt on him. Bonus butt action. Hit. Jeez, you rolled a wow. two and uh, still hit. Bless. It's Thanks, thanks, Agua. Seven. Seven more points. Nice. We got God on our side, man. 13 13 points. Get a God on your side or something. Get a God on your side. All right, Colin, you are up. Uh, Well, I will go after Zombie 3. He just doesn't seem to want to learn the lesson of how to die. I'm going to swing again. Reconnoiting with the priest. 20 natural. Nice. Very nice. 30. Bye. Dying. Dying. You only have one point or something, right? You take your sword and you just slice his head right clean off his body. Well, you gave him 12 points of damage and you exceeded by 12. (laughs) 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 Nice. I would say he was on the verge. Mm, eat your own that. brains, buddy. All right, so I'm going to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna target Zombie Five with my remaining attacks. So the vicious axe gets a chance. Um, can I flank him? That, like, I move behind him. That's not. Yes. Yeah, okay. So this way I'll have advantage. So let's try that. The vicious axe. Twenty-six. Hit. Five. Dying. Oh, you stab it through the neck and it slides yeah, off your the axe. Spe- oh, you're using the axe. Okay, you chopped its arm off. Falls to the ground. Nine points of damage. Nice. Killed him. I guess I have some movement left, but I'm just gonna stay here and wait for everybody else. All right, then we go to Asilius. What does Asilius see? Asilius uh, sees the zombie that left the room, and he's leaving the room going down that eastern hallway. Okay. It's his turn, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have Asilius fly right in front of him. Okay. And now it is your turn. Oh, isn't that convenient? I'm gonna have Asilius <laughs> shock and grasp him for me. <laughs> AC, get him on the step of his ass. 
Twenty. Hit. Twenty, little bird, bird. Mm, five points of damage. Wound that. All right. Are you gonna move or are you gonna stay there? I'm going to. I'm gonna stay here. Okay. So zombie four is running away. Oh. Radiant holy stuff. I don't like it. <laughs> and it's running away, and then all of a sudden this owl shows up in front of his face and zaps it. And it takes a swing at Asilius <laughs> and hits with a th- oh. 16. No! And Asilius goes down. Poof. Bastard. You guys can see from the stairwell a bunch of feathers floof out. No. No, they floof out and then they get sucked into the pita pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Zombie five is laying on the ground and it reaches out its arm and tries to grab Elric. As it comes back to life, won't these things just die? <laughs> and it hits. It grabs Elric's leg, tears at his flesh, and it does six points of damage as it tries to pull you down. Okay. Jake, you see Elric being tangled up by a zombie at his feet. Yes, and I'm going to cast Sacred Flame down on Zombie 5. And he fails. Mm. He fails his throw and he takes eight points of damage and kills him And he burns in the holy light from Agmat's. You see his skin just sizzle and flake and turn into ash. Elric, you see the zombie at your feet just sizzle and disintegrate in Agma's light. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to run into the room so I can go, what, 30 or 15? 30. So I can make it to the base of the stairs. Okay. Uh, although, how far can I see? That's the thing. I guess uh, Cullen dropped the dice and they're on the floor here, or? Yeah, yeah you, that's what I do. It's can, just a given. You can kind of okay. see the Combat. zombie there. Okay. All right. That's what I do. That's all I can do. Okay. You can zippity zap him. What? Oh, that's right. I can shoot a firebolt at him. Zippity zap, kid. Zippity zap. All right, I will. You forget so quickly when he's out of range. You magic for nothing. If only I had some kind of magic spell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Fireball. <laughs> 20. Oh, look at that. Oh, isn't that, that easy? Critical hit. <laughs> Very nice. You Mine. make me feel like a natural 20. Heavy. Put some heavy damage. Ten points, nice. All right, ten points of damage. Mm, Too bad you didn't kill him. He would have been down for good with that critical. All right, Cullen, you see Elric run into the room and a firebolt goes flying up the stairs. And then you see him go, yes. (laughs) Well, I'm going to stand here. Just, oh, that's the book. I'm going to stand next to him. That's as close as I can get unless I burn an action surge. But I don't think it's necessary. And I'm going to run over here and then take the dodge action for the second time. <laughs> All right. Do you say that? <laughs> dodge action. Dodge action. <laughs> At your Dodge dealership, it's dodge action days. <laughs> All right, Esmir, you see the boys run down into the into the storage room. What do you do? Oh boy! Uh, first, I'm gonna be like, Jake, that was kick-ass. And then I'm gonna run down over here, and I'm gonna give him the old zombie number four zippy zap too. He killed my bird after all. I'm gonna shoot a little firebolt at him. Seventeen hits. Damn that blast rocks. Yeah, How often Agma can you do is, bless? Agma is a badass today. Um, it's a first level spell slot, so and I have four of those. Oh, Alright, so that is a limit though. Is it he is. mostly dead now? Yeah. He falls to the ground in a burning heap. His clothes catch on fire, yeah. his skin is sizzling, and he falls to the yeah. ground. 
Fizzle away, buddy. But then, he gets back up. <laughs> He's like, ah, and his smoke, smoke is curling off of his body, and he comes just straight down the stairs and goes after Elric. Oh, no. And he misses with an 11. <laughs> Damn. Silly zombie. Jake, you are up. Okay, I'm going 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, right to here. And I'm going to cast Sacred Flame on Zombie 4. And he fails, yes. He rolled a zero. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's also he got zombie. too much smoke in your eyes there, zombie. And it takes two points of damage to kill him. Yeah. And he burns in the light. Two. He's like, no! <laughs> and it just turns into dust and the ashes flake in the room. And all the zombies seem to be dead. Good job, guys. Seem Asma. to be dead. Nice. We got some. You know what we should do is short rest for, so I can burn a hit die and get back something. I want to go check out that throne. Yeah. You're not wounded. You can do that, I suppose. But We need to go up these stairs right here and take a peek around the corner, maybe. It's only 10 feet, so let's check a look at it then. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. I have, tr- I have but- trouble being the first one in a room. So, so that's why I was going to say, Esmir, maybe <laughs> want to sneak up to the top of the stairs and look with your uh, sure. glowing eyeballs. I'm going to peek up over the top step. All right. You see that this hallway ends with a wooden barricade that you remember seeing when you guys were exploring the Grick Tunnels. Okay. So I'm going to tell him it's just that barricade that we saw when we were in the Grick Tunnels. It looks like it goes off to the right there, or left. Okay. And you see that it does, the hallway turns to the north. Okay. The hallway so actually continues past the barricade. You know that okay. from examining okay. it earlier. Should we venture right. toward it? Well, I want to check. I need to I need to go check out what that throne is. Okay. All right. You go up the short staircase and turn left and head into this dark room. As the light from the dive fills this room, you see on the eastern wall two unlit braziers filled with the ashes of extinguished coals. They flank a makeshift throne made of stones. The seat is adorned with bones and skulls that are in various stages of decay. You can see that they are remains of both humanoids and orcs, but even more disturbing are the various severed heads that stare back at you with dead eyes as flies crawl around their rotting skin. Again, some are human while others are orcs. You assume they are like the sick trophies of Wartsneck. But your attention is immediately pulled away from this grotesque display as you all notice that all around you on the walls are scrawlings in what you assume is blood. They remind you of the scrawlings you saw from Gabula and the desecrated sh- underground shrine in Jolkin. Gabula. Mm. So, Esmir, you recognize the infernal writing right away, and it uh, totally reminds you exactly of how it looked in Gabula's room back in Jolkin. Mm. It says the same stuff. So you read it, and it's one of the scrawling says, The master's heart beats like a war drum in the forlorn hills. And another one says, His fire burns inside me. And another one says, Master, whisper to me the secrets of the hells. And another one says, He flies in spirit, his body bound by the blade. And those are all the exact same things that mm-hmm. were in Gabula's temple. Yeah. Or, and it also, one of them says, um, the red wizards will open the way. With the bloke, maybe. Well, Did it they seems with like the bloke underneath? Those were, those were um, goblinoids at Julkin. These are 
orcs and uruks they must be working in an alliance together all worshiping the same deity some kind of what do you call infernal cult? beast a demon Does yeah well it's definitely it's definitely cultic and it's and it seems to be revolving around the red wizards of Thay. so why would they be working would they fight for them why would they fight for the wizards money power Ladies. Well, religion. Oh. Somehow the the wizards are <laughs> manipulating their Uh-oh. fate. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. If you 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 got to remember too that you know uh, you have to remember that Wardsnack also mentioned Gabula. Yeah. He said I'm I'm no Gabula, and he mentions something about how someone is watching you. Right. The master. The master. Um, But so we have to remember there's the girl that was luring uh, Alvin Gisson, right? And somehow, if that is Alvin Gisson back over there, she must have planted it in his head to come here and to take the bloke and deliver it to, to somebody here. So that bloke is somehow important to this, mm-hmm. seemingly important to this whole puzzle that we're trying to figure out here with these, um, possibly the Red Wizards and this whole scheme. If he was sent here to deliver it to these uh, freaks. Right. And if they were, if they needed the bloke to do something here, they probably would have already done it unless they were waiting for someone. I think they were just waiting for someone to come and get it, or... Or we showed up in time before that thing showed up to get it. Right. Before the Red Wizards showed up. So yeah. the Red Wizards might be on their way. Should but we, then the um, million dollar question is, who's behind all of this in, in uh, back in town? Like, right, who is the master? Yeah. Right, well, who's that girl is, Should we take a short rest while we're hanging out here or a long rest i have no spell slots left except for one but we could just do a short one if you just want to um you know get your fighting stuff back i will yeah i want to get my um hit points so isn't there an upper level of this whole place that we haven't finished exploring yeah yeah i mean there's the castle grounds the only place where we could go up was the trap door under the tower right that's where we need to go next. Or what we do is that we go, that we try to do it from the outside attack by going back through the Grick tunnels, out through that hole, and then trying to sneak around the walls to go up. Or we just do it like infiltrate from within. I think like we should infiltrate. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Let's do some infiltration. Okay. Yeah. So. But we can rest if we need to a little bit. Yeah. All right, we'll just rest in this room then for an hour. So can I burn a hit die? Well, are you guys going to take a rest in this room right here? I think, I think we so. should go back to the main chamber. I mean, I think I don't think we should rest in the throne room. No. Because okay. usually like people come looking in the throne rooms for stuff. Okay. So I'm going to be in this back. box room, in the storage room where the zombies were. Maybe we can do that and actually look and see if we can see if there are any supplies or anything in those crates. Yeah, that's what we what should are, do. What are in those crates? We didn't really look in there, did we? Yeah. Never really did. Okay. So you guys leave the throne room and head back into the storage room where you just fought the zombies. And you start to look around the room. So everyone roll me perception. Okay. Skills. Perception. Finally, Ooh. a 15. I rolled a, a 20. I rolled a 20. How the five? Oh, no, yep. I'm sorry. Definitely I rolled boxes. a seven. Lots I'll of take boxes. 15. Yeah, that's me too. I'm like, hmm, wood. So you guys start looking at the crates and various containers around the room. You see that many are empty. Most are filled with mundane supplies. Some contain knickknacks and dinnerware. Uh, some are filled with clothes. Some used to contain food. And you get the idea that these were supplies of common folk. And you start to think that these were stolen 
from either homes or caravans. These are probably some of the spoils from all the raiding that's been happening along the Sword Coast. Now, Esmir, as you're looking around in the northwestern corner near the staircase, you find something odd above the wall. See, right above knew there was there, some, something missing. You see that five feet above the floor, the wall there seems to be different. All right. Guys, check this out. Something's not right about this wall. Um, I'm going to push on it. You push on it, and it begins to move. You keep pushing, and the stone pivots. You found a secret door that leads to a five-foot square tunnel. Secret tunnel. Secret tunnel, guys. I knew it. Yeah, I forget the next couple lines, but uh, then it goes. Secret tunnel, secret tunnel, through the mountain. Secret, 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 secret tunnel. After an uncomfortably close encounter with a zombified prisoner, who may or may not be Alvin Gissing, and a battle with a room full of inept zombies, our party finds itself staring into a secret tunnel. Could this lead to the fabled treasure? Or to a certain and horrible death? Why does Cullen always want to clean up the dead bodies? Who is this Duke of Madness Motors? Will Jake ever remember the words to his prayer? He is a cleric, after all. Well, who knows? Tune in next time to find out on Roll Radio. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to another episode of Roll Radio. So, our heroes have delved deeper into the dungeon and discovered more, you know, clues and secrets. Looks like they found the bloke, uh, perhaps Alvin Gissen, and they found another room with infernal writings scrawled in blood. Mm, the plot thickens. And, you know, as a dungeon master, uh, one of my favorite things to do, I love, you know, I just love sitting back in my chair. I got my headphones on and listening to the players as they talk about what they think is going on, right? They're trying to put the clues together. They've all got their own theories. They're trying to figure out what's happening, who's behind it all. You know, as a dungeon master, I love just, you know, listening to them go through all that stuff and sometimes uh, proud of them as they figure stuff out and then also laughing to myself as uh, they're... Uh, going off on wild tangents and I hope you're enjoying it as well and if you are please let us and the world know by leaving a review and sharing it with your friends right tell them about the great adventure unfolding here on roll radio which is scourge of the sword coast by wizards of the coast tell them about the immersive music and sound effects from sirenscape and tell them about the crazy adventuring party that is bringing this all to life. All right. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. And tune in next time to find out uh, what's at the other end of that secret tunnel.